Thought Bubble Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the live show where we Ooh. talk to you about uh, the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm Frank, and joining me is good friend of the show, Robin. Thank you. I am here to bring Kevin Smith energy. Hey, attaboy. That's how we do this. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, Robin, why don't you tell folks who may not be familiar with you, why don't you tell them uh, where where you're from and what they might know you from? Oh, uh, I'm from Vermont. Uh, but besides that, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I used to co-host on Shu in their last season. I've done lots of uh, things in that universe. Currently, I'm doing uh, a binge podcast called We Don't Want to Wait, as well as a minute by minute podcast called Fright Night Minute, and 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 of course, uh, round three with uh, my good friends uh, Derek and Gina. There's other things too, I'm sure, but <clears throat> I'm sure, I'm sure, but. <laughs> Uh, hey man, thanks so much for joining me tonight because this Thank is, you. we have so much fun stuff to talk about. I mean, so much material to cover, so much ground yes. to cover and holy, holy crap. <laughs> uh, 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 our good friend JJ Bittenbinders, Tim in the chat says, Robin needs more weed if he wants to bring that Kevin Smith energy. So, uh, yeah, it's true. And I, I didn't wear my jorts tonight, so. <laughs> I, oh, I, well, that's all right. I'm failing. That's all right. That's all right. We love you anyway. We love you anyway. Uh, holy crap, man. All right. Where so, do we even start? <laughs> where do we even begin, right? Like, holy crap. Okay. So, uh, f- Flash? Flash? Flash stuff? Flash? Like um, I guess we'll okay. start there. Um, so, so, Flash vanishes in crisis. Yes, this is a um, this is a thing that's been theorized for I don't even know how long. <laughs> Probably ever since like uh, uh, Flash ninety uh, appeared on the show. So I mean, you know, of course we listen to Flash TV talk, and uh, you know I've just heard for months and months, and you know it's gonna be uh, Flash ninety. And you know, like it's like when it happened, I was like, okay, yeah, we we a lot of us saw this coming, but the emotion in it, uh, it really hit me. I mean, yes, it was kind of silly seeing <laughs> him running on the uh, treadmill in those last moments, but then they flashed back to a, a quick little scene uh, between him and Amanda Pays in 1990s Flash, and that 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 just hit me. I, I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Yeah, so were you were you a viewer of, of the original 90s Flash like back, back in the day, back when it was originally airing? Yeah, I yeah, 29 years ago. I mean, yeah, I was like 2. So, uh I watched some of it. Yeah, yeah, you were like 2. <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. That definitely tracks. Uh yeah, you 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 did watch 902 and 0, but you were too young to watch the Flash. That that tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh cool, 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 cool. Yeah, oh man, that hit was you? That that tugged at my that tugged at my heartstrings, you know. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't even around. I mean, like you know, real talk. I was one when that show premiered, so so I was not, I was not uh, watching that show uh, as it was happening, <laughs> and yet this still tugged at my heartstrings in, in, a, in a very very real way. So so it was it was the John Wesley ship Flash who disappeared in the crisis, not mm-hmm. our our Grant Gustin Flash. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you feel like that? I mean, on the one hand, that's, you know, really, really, you know, beautiful and meaningful. But on the other hand, you know, we've been watching Grant for five and a half years now. And, and we've had this, you know, uh, threat looming that he was going to disappear for all this time. And then it turns out it wasn't actually him who disappeared. Uh, you know, I love yeah. the Paragon that he has to be, he has to stick around for the multiverse to be able to recover. But how do you feel about that, you know, that that shift of him not actually being the one who disappears after all? Uh, the ship that it, that happened. Uh, <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, I think I probably would have preferred to see him. You know, I mean, we get we see Earth one wiped out at the end of this uh, this episode. So I think we could have included Barry being wiped out and in, in, as a part of that cliffhanger. Like, you know, people that watch these shows, it's like, yeah, you know, it's going to, he's definitely coming back. He's the star of the show. Uh, and, you know, maybe some sort of timey-wimey thing. That's when, 
'90s Flash uh, takes over and you know takes it from him. Sure. Um, yeah, it felt a little anticlimactic in that way, and especially if it's something that's been teased in season one, I've kind of expected it at least to happen and then somehow be looped back. They really, they, I mean, they showed him dying in Crisis in the uh, in an earlier episode uh, this season, you know, like him looking for, I think it was like the second episode of the season, him looking forward to seeing all the different future possibilities. Um, and you see him dying like he does in the comic book. Uh, I, but, you know, I, I wish we kind of saw that in this episode. But reality then, has been changed, right? We know that reality has been changed because, like, Oliver didn't go out the way he was supposed to go out. The monitor told us as much. So there, there have been some shifts, some shifts in in the way things are are, are going here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess it kind of stands to reason that there would be, you know, that 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 Barry's destiny would uh, would change similarly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also, you know, as a fan of Dawson's Creek, I'm used to seeing uh, poor John Wesley Ship die tragically. So, <laughs> aww, aww. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least he's not dropping an ice cream this time, and, <laughs> and that there causes that. <laughs> spoilers. That. So we have. Uh, I want to acknowledge our friend Burn Notice Fifty Six in the chat, who says that they called it Lucifer. Lucifer was there uh, last night. Last night they did call it. They said, you know, Lucifer is going to be the one that brings back Oliver's soul. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is exactly what happened. So do you watch off. that show? I have not watched that show. I have I not watched that, that show. show. Yeah. I love that. I was, I, when I heard that he was on the set, I was like, okay, chances are he's probably filming. But just the fact that it's not only, it was like a Fox TV series and then now it's like on Netflix and it's had nothing to do with any of the DC universe stuff. Uh, just to have it all, have him all of a sudden show up in the flash was a trip. And, uh, yeah, man. you know, there's I, this whole, I mean, maze is, uh, he, he mentions, I, I owe you one for maze to Constantine. I'd like to know what that was all about. And then he looks at, uh, um, Diggle and says he reminds him of his brother who is uh, a men deal. Uh, I, I, it was all nice little, uh, quick shout outs to the to the show as soon as i said earth 666 i was like yes right exactly (laughs) yeah (laughs) the song else is great in that role so (laughs) so so great yeah i mean it was a lot like seeing constantine uh because he was all he was what nbc right so yeah that's true so similar you know all all under the warner brothers dc umbrella but but Mm -hmm. you know when these shows are on different networks you never know what what kind of rights agreements they have and how hard it's going to be to do crossover stuff but um very yeah, especially very... when it's like canceled by fox and then it's resurrected on on uh netflix exactly. you know who knows who owns what rights but uh wow so happy to see them so <laughs> happy so happy to see that yeah i'm i'm with you that was so cool um oh, it's just it is really this whole event has been like a dc fans dream you mm. know it's it's been it's been fantastic that that all of this stuff is is happening to us, you know, like the fact that we get to appreciate, enjoy this and, and experience it, uh, is just out of this world. Uh, now, now did you watch uh, birds of prey? Mm. That was cool. Right. Right. At the beginning. <laughs> we had not only Huntress, which who has been teased, but, uh, the voice of Dina Meyer as uh, Oracle as Oracle. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was so cool. And honestly, that was what I, I was worried was going to happen to Tom Welling. It'd be just this quick moment, and then he'd just get entire small villainy wiped out. That'd be it, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when that happened to uh, Huntress, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's it, a quick death. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was really, really cool to to get that. That one was I, – I guess Huntress was talked about that she was going to uh, appear yeah. in this, but – uh it's still you know that one was I, I guess it was talked about less than a lot of the other cameos and appearances so uh so i think a of, lot of people remember or had, had watched birds of prey anyway. that's <laughs> probably true too yeah yeah it was maybe less anticipated on the whole than yeah. say smallville or burt ward or certainly kevin mm-hmm. conroy or whatever so right um so that was really really cool um uh, all right so god there's just so much to to break down this episode <laughs> right so why don't we dive into all that all that went down with uh so with lila right so 
Lila being being a uh, harbinger and being taken over by the anti monitor. This was something that I, I I expected that to be like at the beginning of this event. If I if I had put money on it, I would have guessed that Lila being revealed as uh, like an agent of the anti monitor was right. going to happen tonight in the last five, 10 minutes of the, of this episode. Yeah. And that we would like see the anti-monitor or, 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 or maybe not even see the anti-monitor, but get teased of the anti-monitor, become aware of the anti-monitor as a real threat. Like tonight, mm-hmm. um, we found out, it turns out last night and it, we, we got a little bit of that. Uh, well, we got more of it tonight. Right. And we yeah. saw her really get taken over. Um, were you uh, disappointed at all as a person that's read Crisis that – I mean, I've read like about half of Crisis at this point. I still have to read the other half. But uh, there was – I mean, Lila was shown as having – it looked like she had some like kind of headaches. <laughs> Every once in a while, ice cream headaches. <laughs> <laughs> Brain freeze. But, but like, you know, in, in, the, in the comics, uh, you know, she was – like ward, like her, her soul was like a, like a battle over it. And she was feeling all sorts of guilt because she knew that eventually she was going to have, have to kill off uh, Novu. And, and there was a, I, I also would have liked to have heard more of um, more how the monitor and Lila were related. Like she's an agent of the monitor. Okay. So how long, you know, in the comics, he pretty much raised her. Uh, yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, and then, you know, moved on, <laughs> but, and then called her back when he needed her. Right. But, uh, yeah. Were you disappointed at all that it didn't get more into the comics with Lila? Not disappointed. Um, okay. it's definitely different, right? It's a different take. I mean, we've known Lila for seven years or I mean, yeah. I remember when she came to arrow, but it was pretty early on, I think. Um, yeah. so, so we've known her, we've known Lila for a long time. So was I disappointed? No, because we have a backstory on her. We've known the character we've gotten, you know, like there's, uh, a history with her, so it's yeah. I don't feel well, I, like she was sort of dropped into the continuity, sort of you know, <laughs> last minute like this. So, so it, that that would make me disappointed. But the fact that the character we bit... know and they and they did, I feel like they've done justice to this. Yeah, it, I a, a different they... twist, but but I like it. Yeah, if if maybe like uh, I I was thinking they were gonna say like you know she didn't remember her her path or you know okay. Like she's been living this life as a human, and then all of a sudden she's called, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm I'm the harbinger, you know. Like she's had this cosmic past that she doesn't remember, but like yeah, now it all yeah. comes back to her. That's interesting. I like that idea. And um, how would that work into like this the family unit with Diggle and the kids? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. With JJ and all that, yeah, interesting. Um, <laughs> they 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 could have handled it, you know, any any number of ways. I personally am I'm okay with the way that they've handled it. I'm not I'm not disappointed by it. It's a different look. Here's the whole thing, right? And people have been talking about the ways that they're disappointed with the way that Tom Welling was handled or even the way Brandon Routh was handled or whatever. And my take on it is like there are infinite earths. There are infinite right. permutations <laughs> and possibilities and if so so right. out there somewhere in the infinite earths is a version that maybe is more like what you had in mind you know whoever you are whatever your idea was of oh wouldn't it be cool if this is how what their history was out there somewhere that exists the 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 characters that were important to this story don't maybe don't have are not that exact version of that exact character that you have in in mind or, or remember but that's fine that's okay like we can compartmentalize this we can be okay with it we can enjoy it so i, I i'm just trying to come from it come to it from a place of enjoying what yeah. like you know how all right here's what they came up with and here's what they are presenting to us do i like it or not and for the most part yeah i'm enjoying the hell out of it okay well as a, as a seasoned smallville fan yes <laughs> and, and uh you know obviously have podcasted about it a lot uh i i kind of put it in my head you know and, and i definitely feel for people that are like they did not like it at all um but i personally loved it um the way i i thought of it was this we saw maybe three point like three and a half minutes of a Smallville episode like that it was literally taking place in another universe and this episode would have probably been like season 18 <laughs> and who knows this could have been just like in the middle of a like a three episode arc in season 18 where Clark like gives up his powers to be farmer dad 
because the mo- he got a visit by the monitor. Monitor was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna die. Lois is gonna die if you don't give up your powers and and stay back." And look, he gave up his powers. Lex showed up and realized he's not gonna kill him. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I I think and, and who knows? You know, I like got the end of the three episode arc. All of a sudden, he walks into a cave in his hometown and <laughs> gets his powers back. You know, <laughs> so I, I, that's what I think. It's like you know, people say, "Oh, Clark's not with it. Clark is without his powers." Well. It could have been just for a moment, you know? It's not forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, by the way, I love the words you just said, Smallville season 18. We're like, yeah, the best exactly. words I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> but, uh, oh, God, I wish. Uh, no, man, like, it's just like, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, there are there are many, many ways to, like, think about it, compartmentalize it, and, and, and just enjoy it for what it was. Was it what I would have written if I was writing a, a Smallville, uh, you know, reunion uh, of sorts no it's it's not exactly what i would have written far from it but do i enjoy it for what it is yeah man i do and that's totally that's like that's what i'm here for is like they're they're never and listen this whole universe is is based around oliver you know this version of oliver queen this version of barry allen this version of Kara. it's it's based around these characters so of course they're going to be like the paragons and they're going to be the center focal point of all of it and anything that came before is going to be you know, sort of secondary to these writers. Right. That's again, not how I would prefer it. I prefer Superman be at the center of freaking everything. Mm-hmm. It, it, those who are watching on video can see the shelf behind me. I prefer <laughs> Superman be at the center of freaking everything when it comes to the DC universe. But like I, that, that aside, you know, the within this universe, I appreciate it for what it is and it's different than I would prefer, but I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Like I'll take it on its, on its own merits and, this is yes. a lot of fun. Listen, if it wasn't for this, Smallville kicked this whole thing off. Then we got the Arrowverse, and mm-hmm. because of the success of those things, now we have what's happening right now. Right. Um, I firmly see the Arrowverse standing on the shoulders of Smallville. Mm-hmm. Fully, fully feel that way. But with Smallville being over and this being the DC Comics TV we have today, mm-hmm. I'm in support of DC Comics TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's know- my take. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know, I, I would love to have seen like Clark put on the costume, have oh. a whole him totally involved in so much of this, but I think it would have been, uh, you know, kind of cheesy being in an episode of Batwoman, like Clark puts on the costume, not in Smallville at all, <laughs> but an episode of Batwoman. <laughs> if I had, if I had my druthers, if I had my druthers, uh, Clark, Smallville Clark would be like him and Tyler and Brandon would be like teaming up the three of them uh, as like the, the three supermen working together, you know, with the rest of, 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 of these guys to take down the anti-monitor and, 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 and all the threats that, uh, that he poses. That would be my, I mean, who knows, but I don't think Tom's ever going to see So, uh, we, Tim and I, Tim and I talked about this last night and you know, he was like, Oh, maybe Tim, uh, maybe Tom will, will, will put on the suit. You never know. And I'm like, you do know he'll never put on the suit. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just never going to happen. It's, I, I got how I wish it would happen, but I just don't, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. It, he just doesn't want to do it. I don't think, I don't think there's, there is a Brinks truck big enough to give him the amount of money that he needs to put on that suit. Right. You know, there was also another thing that was, you know, uh, kind of a problem where, where, you know, Clark was really upset uh, in the first episode of Crisis. Clark from Clark Tyler Tyler Clark, <laughs> and uh, Kara is the one that has to kind of tell him about hope and all that. Um, and I like that in this episode, uh, Brandon Routh Clark shows up, and then he he tells. Um, Elizabeth Tillich, <laughs> Lois, all about you know the hope, the reason why the you know the 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 black in his uh, in his uh, insignia on his costume, oh. uh, the red coming through. Even in darkest times, hope cuts through it. Hope is the light that lifts us out of darkness. So that was that was that was fantastic. I was a Superman yeah. fan, right? That was mm-hmm. that's what you want to hear out of Superman. Uh, I, and I love that even in the midst of like the Kingdom Come logo and the darkness and everything that he went through of seeing his his family and all and all his friends and loved ones killed mm-hmm. by the joker uh in an attack on the daily planet right still he has hope that shines through and that like even through the darkness with the black on the on his s logo the red the light shines through i love that i absolutely love that 
So I was I was very happy we got a super a Superman moment, yes. you know, tonight at least. <laughs> I am with you. I am with you. Hey, let's talk about Oliver and oh, yeah. uh, being resurrected and all that that went down there. So you've been catching up on uh, this past se- was it this just this season or last season as well of all the other <laughs> shows? How much uh, catching up have you had to do? Uh, okay, it it was a little over two months. Uh, I watched. Uh, let's see, where where's my note? 136 episodes. Since Good uh, God, se- man. I started on September 22nd, I wanted to get caught up for uh, Crisis. So and uh, yeah, so so where did that? Where did you start? Like what what season of which? Okay, like like or or, or I don't know. Like what what year were you in when it started? <laughs> I, I was two seasons behind on two, Arrow and yeah. just like one season behind on every other show. Um, okay. So uh, you know, I did watch like a season of Arrow. So basically, I've watched mostly Arrow <laughs> uh, it, because you know everything else. I was only like a, a season behind, and like you know, for Batwoman, just like a, a few episodes behind. Um, okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it, and I've been really enjoying um, uh, you know this this season of Arrow is now like they're just kind of dispensing with all the normal stuff, and it's just been this. Episode by episode, lead up to crisis. Every episode has, is tied in with crisis. It was basically road to crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's too bad. You know, like Supergirl couldn't have been a road to crisis as well. But you know, it, like like you said on uh, I think night one that you know some of it actually was a road to crisis, and you really didn't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, they were laying out the breadcrumbs, and we just didn't realize it. But but it turns out, yeah, it kind of kind of was a low key road to crisis. Yeah. Was yeah. a Ramakan on one of those spaceships? I just, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But Ramakan was on was on uh, Earth 38, and that went bye bye. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I um I have been quite a bit invested in uh in Arrow of all of all shows. The, the show that really kind of got me off the Arrowverse train, getting back on to it, and I think it was really because of the new showrunner Beth Schwartz. Uh, really, with starting with the prison arc has made it uh, a lot more exciting and a lot more, you know, interesting. And that's so kind of, I mean, there's a bit of the lovey-dovey stuff. There was a bit of the par- him being a parent stuff. Uh, but also there's been some great action and some uh, there's some good drama. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. Arrow has been better th- this current season and, 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 and par- most of last season as well. Better than I, more than I've, I've enjoyed it more in these last couple of seasons than I, than I really ever have. I've, I've yeah, been, I really came back to loving arrow last season and that's really been amplified this season. So, uh, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. I love what they've been doing. And I, I've, I've been really enjoyed the road to crisis stuff on, on arrow and on the flash. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. Are, are you watching black lightning? Uh, I watched the first season of it and never, never picked up the second season. When I realized that I was waiting for the big bad to be defeated in the end and the big bad didn't get defeated in the end. And I was kind of like, Oh, you know, like, why do they do this? You know? And I got kind of frustrated and, and didn't uh, continue with that. Gotcha. And when I gotcha. found out that he was going to be such like a minor role in the, uh, in the, the crossover, I didn't feel kind of compelled to, Gotcha. you know find out about the story well if you had 120 some odd episodes to catch up on i guess adding another series <laughs> to it is 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 hard but, yeah, uh, yeah i hear I that him through a few of those legends episodes too <laughs> the supergirl uh season i won't go on about it but when i was when i picked that supergirl season back up i was like oh my god i dropped off at like the best season season the, four yeah with yeah. Word and crier it, it, that was excellent stuff fantastic so, yeah. fantastic stuff yeah, yeah 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 again season four i think was like a, a return to form especially the back half of season four uh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i don't know it. i love the uh i love the the very uh politically uh yes. <laughs> interesting yeah the very, very stuff. topical uh yeah yeah oh gosh that was very good you know a lot of it a lot of that stuff is kind of uh i felt was a little ham-handed uh, in earlier seasons when they try to inject some of the social commentary, but I thought this one, this season was like just perfect. Yeah, very you know? well done. I agree with you. I, I almost felt bad that Cryer kind of derailed what they had going on when they brought Cryer in, but I still, that stuff was freaking awesome it as well. Kind of so. felt like, it kind of felt like two different storylines, yeah. you know, yeah. like like season 4A and season 4B. Uh, yeah. But but hey, it all worked out in the end in my book, so I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Yeah. So, all right. So that's so you you've caught up on the Arrowverse. We mm-hmm. get to Oliver now. Um, 
Oliver's death, Oliver's resur- body resurrection, and now we go to purgatory <laughs> to resurrect his to bring his soul back or try right. to bring his soul back. And we it's it's Leon Yu, which means purgatory. Purgatory, <laughs> and uh, and it's you know the look of season one Oliver in the hood and like you mm-hmm. know all, all all that like he looks like like he did in, in the first season. And I want to acknowledge our our friend. Tim JJ Bittenbinders uh, here in the in the live chat. Arrow wouldn't exist without Smallville, and but also without Hartley's Justin Hartley's per- portrayal. And I have yes. to agree. I 100 yes. percent agree with that, Tim. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Like the reason <laughs> that, that that this show, the reason, listen, no one would have decided. You know, what we should do a Green Arrow show <laughs> before before 2006, right. when when. Green Arrow came to Smallville. Green Arrow was not on anybody's radar. All right, much the same way that like uh, Iron Man really wasn't anyone's radar before mm-hmm. 2008 when Robert Downey Jr. took on the role. Right, like that was not a thing that anybody was really seriously thinking about talking about. If they B-list got the rights, character. if they got the rights to Batman on that show, we would have never heard of Green Arrow. <laughs> we would have been. This would we would be living in the Batman verse right 100%. now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred <laughs> percent, totally, totally. Uh, so, so yeah, so it is. I will. I give so much credit to Alan Miles for bringing that character in, and mm-hmm. to Justin Hartley for the portrayal, the iconic portrayal of that character that ma- gave it a chance, gave the character a chance, and and made people say maybe he can support his own show. And based off of you know, one year after Smallville ended, Arrow starts, yeah, and from there this whole universe gets built up. So. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent on board with that, and uh, yeah, launching off of that is this whole universe, right? And mm-hmm. and and now here we are. The character that spawned this whole universe uh, it, it, it dies, and we're trying to bring him back because he is the hero that saved a billion souls on Earth thirty eight, and 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 his daughter is wants to bring him back, wants to give him a yep. chance. So in doing that. Or in trying to do that, uh, they go to Purgatory, mm-hmm. and he's not really—he's not really having it. He's not really psyched about the idea of coming back. And uh, out steps a guy, uh, <laughs> and who says his name is uh, uh, Jim Corrigan, and his—he's—I uh, think he says his destiny was to be someone else, to be something else. <laughs> yes, a specter. <laughs> He almost like uh, does the whole, um, you know, my name is Oliver Queen intro. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> so you almost see like, oh, this is going somewhere that might be interesting, and and you know something again that was specter uh, specter related on uh, on sure. One of your early- <laughs> Ooh, nice, nice. That was a good pun, even for you. That was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, but we but we we have been speculating about speculating about that. Tim uh, was was saying that there's a pretty good chance that Oliver becomes a Spectre. That mm-hmm. Jim Corrigan hands over the role of Spectre to to Oliver, and then Oliver is sort of a looming presence. So for for those who maybe are not as familiar in, with the comics, the Spectre is this you know uh, he's kind of the angel of death uh, in the DC universe. He's he comes to uh, 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 announce death, essentially, uh, to people in the DC in the DC universe. And you know, originally was was Jim Corrigan, then was Crispus Allen. For a while, was Hal Jordan. Um, we've had we've had that role be filled by several different characters who have died, and like their their sort of punishment is to be the Spectre, to be like a living death. Uh, for for some time, one of my favorite uh versions really was Hal Jordan when he was the Spectre oh, yeah. for for a time. And if you want to read some great, a, a, one of my favorite like moments of the Spectre, uh, of Hal Jordan Spectre is during Kevin Smith's Quiver, uh, uh series. Uh, it's a it's you can buy the trade paperback. I have it back here somewhere. Interesting. Uh, but there's a really really good there's a really good run. Um. On uh, on Green Arrow, uh, written by written by Kevin Smith, it's fantastic. Okay. I highly highly recommend this, and uh, and yeah, there's some there's some great stuff with the with the Spectre in here, uh, where where 
Oliver and Hal uh, uh, get to have a moment, have a few moments that are that are really really touching. Um, solid, solid read. Really, really okay. solid read uh, for anyone who's who's out there, you know, looking for some interesting back reading uh, during this month that we have to wait before <laughs> the the shows come back. Well, now I have time to finish Crisis. It, yeah, yeah ex- exactly. <laughs> finish Crisis. For, I can yeah. catch up on Black Lightning. Uh... First and for yeah, right. Catch up on Black Lightning. <laughs> First and foremost, like finish Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you want some some good Spectre stuff and just like a good Oliver read, like some solid good adventure stuff, Quiver by Kevin Better. Smith is is, okay. is solid. I, I highly recommend that. So, yeah, um, I I love I, I have an attachment to the character of okay. uh, the Spectre, and so I'm excited that we got Jim Corrigan, and I I kind of hope that Oliver becomes a Spectre. That's not to my knowledge has never happened in comics where Oliver was yeah. there. But I love that idea of of putting a twist on it and having Oliver be the Spectre and having him be the you know sort of the the voice of uh, of wisdom that that talks to our 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 heroes. So is he like like uh like the ghost of Obi Wan? He kind of shows up and gives hmm. people, but he also when he In shows up, you're worried that he might actually take you uh, to purgatory with him. Yeah, it's not usually a good thing when the Spectre shows up. Um, it's it's usually like, oh, God, something bad's about to happen. Uh, but there are moments where, if I remember correctly, when when Ollie and Hal as a Spectre encounter one another, it's at a graveyard. Um, so, like, it's, it's, you know, sort of an appropriate setting for death to be there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's not usually a good thing if you see the Spectre. The bad things are probably bound to happen. But I, I love, 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 love the, the idea of Oliver being that voice and, and, you know, maybe talking to his kids, maybe talking to Barry and Kara. You know, I, 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 w- I would love to see that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I've been wondering what's the purpose of this, especially in hour two when they go to the Lazarus pit. Died. He was happy. With, he, he seemed happy with his death. He told, he told, you know, his daughter to call her mother. <laughs> and, and you know yada 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 and and then he died and then like because so i've been kind of like frustrated like going guys there's there's worlds are being wiped out and you're running around trying to resurrect oliver i mean <laughs> what are you doing uh so i'm hope i'm glad it's kind of turning into okay i mean obviously they didn't plan for him to be the specter but he's gonna probably be a lot more helpful with these uh these specter powers i'm thinking that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would think, right? I, I love that he. I love the idea of him continuing to be a presence and continuing to be a, um, you know, paternal godfather type figure to this right. universe and to these friends of his. Uh, you know, after after he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know, something happens with Jim Corrigan and Marnovu, and and there's some kind of a transference of sorts uh mm. if you will i don't know i don't know but i i love the idea anyhow uh was specter in in the crisis comic you don't have to spoil anything for the crisis comic but uh do you remember i don't remember yeah i don't remember i read um i reread the first half yeah before, that's about as far as i got <laughs> so i reread the first half before night one i was hoping to get through the whole thing yeah, uh, I, I read I read in earnest the first half and then sort of skimmed the back half. I plan to you know reread the the second half in full mm-hmm. in before uh, in this next month before uh, parts four and five air. But I um I don't remember the Spectre being a a major role in it. Mm-hmm. That said, doesn't mean that that you know that that doesn't say anything about what they're going to do. Right? They're they're not strictly adhering to things that. Are, in some places, yes, they're strictly adhering to uh, stuff that appeared in in the original comic, but they're not sticking to it a thousand percent. There have been right. some pretty major changes, as you expect from a, an adaptation of a, yeah. of a you know work of literature. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's funny because you're I, when I was reading Crisis, I was like, well, there's just these just random things that are happening. We we hang with these heroes for a while. We hang from these heroes for a while. So you know. Uh, the, this crisis uh, crossover has been a bit scattered, but honestly, there's just so many characters and there's so many different things we want to do with these characters during the crossover. I was kind of expecting it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, so I had hi- hypothesized that, uh, so you know, Supergirl 
uh, Supergirl, uh, was going to, uh, you know, take the book of destiny, uh, not the pick of destiny, by the way, uh, <laughs> take the, <laughs> take the book of destiny and, you know, go mad, you know, trying to recreate, uh, earth, uh, third 38, is it? Yeah. Uh, the Supergirl is earth 38. Yes. Earth 38. Yeah. And that Batwoman would have to kill her. Therefore, uh, you know, creating possibly that famous cover from Crisis. Right. Uh, somehow, you know, yeah, Tyler Superman comes in and picks her, picks her up and sure. like, cries. You know, sure, that kind of, sure, sure. Something yeah. like that happened. Uh, kind of, they they kind of argued about it for a while, and Supergirl was just like, you know, you're probably right. <laughs> it stepped away. Do you think there's more coming with that, or do you think that that's cooled off? Like that's not gonna happen. I don't know, man. I I I kind of get the feeling that that. I mean, I I, I kind of get the feeling that was that was it. Maybe that was the the most we're gonna get. I feel like if if Supergirl were going to were going to die in this crisis, even if it were temporarily, I feel like it would have happened in this first you know this first run of three episodes rather than you know in in part two or you know parts four and five. Um, I'm, I'm pulling up for those watching live uh, on the video. I'm pulling up the the cover that Robin's talking about. Yeah. Um, where where Superman, you know, is is holding Supergirl's lifeless body in his arms. Iconic cover. Um, we lost the we lost the we lost Supergirl and we lost the Flash in the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I do think that if it were if it were to happen, it would have happened. We've already right happened. I mean, she still has access to a page out of the Book of Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the Count of Monte Cristo is the Book of Destiny. And right. Page, I was a little confused about that ending. So, yeah. So Lex, <laughs> Lex. Okay. So why don't we, we're, we are coming, we are coming up on, uh, we, we've been going for a while here. I don't want to keep people too long, but um, uh, we can, we can kind of maybe run through some, uh, um good bits and and such before we like maybe like a uh uh rapid fire good bits round here bits. before we wrap up but but at the very end of the episode uh we did see our our so earth one gets destroyed and uh we i'm sorry i'm just distracted because our friend uh, tim uh, tim you're getting a lot of shout outs this episode because you're you're coming in strong with the commentary uh, uh, I, have, I wish I had the chat in front of me. <laughs> oh man! Uh, quote: I saw Book of Destiny open for Genesis in college. Unquote. Derek Russell. Um, uh, Tim, I love you, man. Uh, uh, Derek, he lives in me. He lives he, in me. Mm, mm, title Wait, sex title? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, So there's the uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well. Uh, the end of the episode sees yes. Earth One destroyed, and our our seven principal heroes, uh, Paragon. paragons, transported yes. to. I don't think it was the antimatter universe. I think it was like a pocket dimension, right? Or or was it's, it the antimatter uh, universe? It was the vanishing point. The vanishing um, point. That's what they called it. Absolutely. This yes. is uh, something that exists out of normal time and space. At the end of the universe, uh, it's a Legends of Tomorrow reference um but i'm not sure exactly what episode that might have been it, in, in the wiki i'm looking at it says first appearance legends of tomorrow so okay no right on all right so <laughs> so there's that so all right so so that's yeah that's what we have that's what we have there and that's where they've been transported to um and there's there you know we see uh, uh brandon routh's superman start to be torn apart by yeah some energy uh and he keeps saying like please fix it fix it yeah please fix it so uh and we're let we're kind of left on that note mm-hmm. so yeah the the that and you know lila lila going all anti-monitor mm-hmm. um on on everybody that's where that's where it oh that's where it ends sorry i get distracted again uh guys the, if you're not watching in the live video i'm so i apologize to you who are watching the video later or who are listening to the audio podcast later <laughs> because the chat is lit right now uh tim tim saying you know calling uh, uh the the vanishing point the nexus and then our friend cyclone oh. rachel chiming in to say you mean the nexium 
Hashtag Allison Mack. Um, so, hmm. Well, all it's right. all about Brandon. It's all about, oh, all right. I mean, Brandon, 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 not Branding, Brandon. Moving on. Moving on. So that's <laughs> where, that's where it ended. And that's kind of where our cliffhanger is. Um, yeah. And, uh, literally say what now? <laughs> so what now? Like, what now? all yeah. of the earths were destroyed. All yeah. of them. Um, not like a handful left over that we're going to merge together. They're all gone. Right. Which is, um, I do love knowing, and this is not a spoiler because it was discussed on the night one's crisis aftermath with Kevin Smith on the CW. Um, Mark Guggenheim revealed that episode four of the crossover, which is the hour episode. He, Mark Guggenheim co-wrote with Marv Wolfman, who wrote the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Interesting. And they're going to dive into the origin, secret origin, of the Monitor and the Anti-Monitor. Okay. So there's going to be some really, really, I think, some really, really critical, pivotal stuff covered. Yeah, where where did the lamb chops come from? Exactly. Uh, What's what's with the armor? uh, you know why? But why that hairstyle? The tough. What questions. is that hairstyle? The yeah. real questions. <laughs> the, the questions but that yeah. a man with no hair really wants the answers <laughs> to. So I'm thinking that maybe we could pull those off the little stripey things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get all those answers January right. 14th. Uh, so <laughs> that's the that's what we have coming, but. Oliver, Oliver declining, being like, I pass. I pass on coming back. Uh, yeah. Feels significant. Feels significant, and it feels like maybe that's how the whole, you know, uh, <coughs> excuse me, how the whole uh, Spectre thing might might come to pass. Mm-hmm. Um. But what what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this cliffhanger? What are your thoughts on where they left us? Do you have any spectrations about where we go from? <laughs> where do we go from here? From here. Which is the um, <clears throat> well? It's got. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we're going to have like six paragons having to make a deal with Lex Luthor, <laughs> and uh, you know, things might end up going back to normal. Uh, or or merged or what have you, um, but uh, I'm thinking Lex is going to definitely profit from it in some way, uh, either by presidency or just by real estate alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's the one thing they're not making any more of. That's true. Did all the ships approaching Earth One get wiped out too? By the way, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they did, right? I think everything in like Everything's the Earth, gone. in the Earth One universe uh, is is wiped out at this point. Yeah, yeah. Except for the vanishing point and the spiritual world. Right. Well, because those are outside of that. Those are a, yeah. a different universe or outside of the Earth One universe. So yes, those are not. Those are safe. And the antimatter universe still exists. Uh, but but right. all of the you know all of the the other universes are are gone so yeah so yeah lex comes in in the place of brandon routh superman and he is instead of the book of destiny he is holding the count of monte cristo (laughs) it's you know the prisoner finally gets uh his payback after a long year many many years of being held prisoner it could be something to do with that you know he 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 actually uh i mean it could have just been a play on the fact that the prisoner in the Count of Monte Cristo uh, comes back and is a new identity and then slowly takes revenge against them without them knowing who he is. So it could have just been a commentary on the fact that he was in disguise as, uh, you know, Brandon Routh Superman. Uh, I like that one. I like I've that. never read it. I've hey. never read it, but I saw the Jim Caviezel movie. You've Hey, listen, <laughs> you know, normally Tim... Tim normally, you know, as an English teacher, sits in that seat and, and talks to me about the literary implications of yeah. things. And that was a really that's a really good analysis you just threw down there. So I like that a whole lot. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I usually when I uh, refer to you know uh, books like uh, uh, Count of Monte Cristo, I usually come off like a dumbass. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Coming off like a dumbass. Title of the sixteenth. 
<laughs> all right. Uh, can we do some good bits? Or are we? Yeah, are, are, yeah. Let's okay. do some good bits for sure. Uh, all right. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I, I I texted Frank today. I was like, can I please just throw out some good bits from the previous nights, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll run through them really quick. Okay. Yeah, do it, man. I want to hear them. Uh, you know, we've been thinking about this new show, this new Superman and Lois Lane show, and it was really interesting to hear in night one that he's already fought Doomsday. He's already fought Zod. He's already fought Luther many times. So I'm wondering, you know, what kind of new adventures this show is going to have. Uh, so um, also, uh, you know, thinking about uh, how Argo City and Allura were killed off, uh, does that that was Earth 38's Argo City in Allura. So does that mean there's an Earth 1 Argo City in Allura? Probably, but the thing is, that was probably just destroyed tonight, too, because that whole universe was gone. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. But, 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 the whole thing with Crisis is that, well, I mean, you know, spoilers if you haven't read the original Crisis, <laughs> but the whole thing is that all the infinite Earths were merged into one Earth called New Earth, mm-hmm. right? And all the uni- all the universes that went with that one Earth merged into one new universe. And so there was one singular universe going forward. So everyone who died in the last three nights, right? They're all perfectly valid. They will come back as a new version of themselves. You know, Burt Ward and Oracle and everybody else Mm -hmm. comes back as a new version of them that maybe has no memory of ever not having existed. Right, right. Uh, Okay, Uh, Kelly Olsen, are we thinking she's going to be Guardian? You guys didn't mention that. I, I was just wondering if you. I mean, she got the shield, so I'm wondering are they gonna are they setting her up to be new guardian or? On the one hand, I'm pretty much over guardian. On the other hand, <laughs> that's a pretty cool idea you just threw down there. Yeah. Uh, as a fan of DC Titans, I love the fact that they you know had uh, you know a hole Jason Todd and uh, Aquaman slash uh, Hawk <laughs> Alan Rickman. <laughs> Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman, yeah. Uh, also, uh, was very very happy to see Griffin Newman as the trivia host. Uh, he is not only a host of one of my favorite podcasts, Blank Check, but he's also Arthur from The Tick. So there's another comic book uh, reference that got landed in there. Layers. There are layers to this cake. <laughs> okay, so my, uh, my night two things were... Uh, uh, okay, so Kate recognizes... Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. Now, even though he is evil Batman, murder Batman, murder shorts Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Krypton does reference. That, does that does that mean that uh, the Bat Batman in Kate Kane's universe looks exactly like Kevin Conroy? Which means that maybe we'll have Ken, Kevin Conroy come back as good Bruce Wayne. You know, if you were especially disappointed by murder uh, Batman. <laughs> I do like that idea. I, you know. <laughs> I, I like the idea that well, okay. I I assume that that her Bruce Wayne is younger than him. I assume. By, yeah, she could have recognized him as like, oh, Bruce. Like, yeah, why yeah, you... yeah. Like you look like <laughs> Bruce twenty years from now, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. So I, I like that idea. Why do you look like John Glover? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, ooh. I I love. Yeah, that's magic right there, baby. I like that idea. I like the idea that, yeah, that she recognizes him as like, oh, you look like him, but a little bit older. And I love the idea of him. Like, they could make him look a little younger and they could make or that they could make him like a Batman beyond, you know, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who hasn't murder shorts to anybody, which would be <laughs> the ideal scenario for me and for Tim. I'll speak for Tim. I know that all he really wants in this world is for one screen portrayal of Batman to not have killed somebody in cold blood. So, and I'm with him on that. So that'd be, that'd be dope. I'd be down for that. A little bit of dialogue in night two. Uh, they talk quickly about, they talk about the book of destiny. It's leaned on about the book of destiny, but Novu also mentions that Felicity has the tome of the guardians. And so I looked around on the internet, what the heck is the Tome of the Guardians? And of course, you know, I only went, didn't go past the first page of Google. So I, because <laughs> why would you? But, however, the uh, old, little old dwarf old guys on, uh, on the planet Oa are called the Guardians of the Universe. The Guardians of the Universe. Not to be confused with the Guardians of the Galaxy over in, in Marvel. The Guardians yeah. of the Universe 
are the guys who are who who founded the Green Lantern Corps. Right. Now, uh lots of rumors that Diggle might be a Green Lantern to come. Uh and this is a reference to th- this Tome of the Guardians might be a reference to the Guardians of the Universe. Maybe there's some sort of Green Lantern play- payoff. They mentioned that there's a Crisis comic CW style coming out and I've I've seen that I think Mark Guggenheim said that Felicity fans would be very happy with this. Ooh, okay. So I'm wondering if we're gonna we're gonna see in, in comic form Felicity on the planet Oa. I don't who knows? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so there there is a crisis tie-in comic coming out next week as as we yeah. record this. So uh that would Walmart be, apparently. Uh, 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 is it a Walmart exclusive? I think it is. Okay. So and then they release it wide. I think like a week later or something like that. Okay, okay. So it's a a like window exclusive. <laughs> so so week of week of uh, December sixteenth, two thousand twenty nineteen. Uh, I would assume you know comics come out on Wednesdays. I would assume that's coming out the eighteenth because that's the Wednesday of that week. Assuming they follow that that schedule. <laughs> so um, that would be the that would be the uh, that's when that's coming out. Um. I'm really excited to read that. There are, yeah. you know, some pages have been leaked, not leaked, but, but, um, released in advance, yeah, right? Yeah. As, as a, as a promotion. Um, and I'm excited by a lot of what we've seen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll just say fans, it's, it's out there. It's not a spoiler. It's, it's, it's been released officially, you know, but, um, fans of things like the Fleischer Superman will be excited to see certain things. Um, or, you know, might be appalled. Who knows? <laughs> Depends how much you, you know, think, eh, is this the Fleischer or is this a Fleischer? A, uni- a version. Uh, you know, this universe is. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Earth, Earth 40, whatever. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to read that. And so, yeah, if, if that's, if Guggenheim, what Guggenheim says is, I, you know, I take that, I take that seriously. And, uh, if the idea that, that Felicity fans will be excited and, uh, what you say about, oh, uh, and, and, you know, last year during the Elseworlds crossover, we did get, um, a quick nod to Diggle looking like, a uh, someone someone named john who is a green lantern so you know a john stewart reference um and john stewart i've said on on on, i've been on record saying john stewart is one of my you know top two all-time favorite green lanterns him and hal are my two green lanterns for sure my favorite is stephen colbert actually (sighs) sorry um Is there an opposite bit, uh, uh, an unringing of the bell? <laughs> Me pouring more more scotch. That's the unringing <laughs> of the bell. Uh, I, all right. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep you guys any longer. But one last good bit. I love the fact that uh, the the scene where we see uh, Tyler Tyler Clark and Elizabeth Lois walking in uh, Metropolis and seeing on that bu- the billboard the the death of Superman basically. Uh, uh, I thought it was cool because I had a great vacation in Vancouver, went to all sorts of different uh, Smallville filming locations, and I suggested to any fan of uh, the CW superhero shows, uh, go make your pilgrimage. It's well worth it. It's a great place. But when they're walking down the block, I I noticed, oh, they're walking by Luther Corp. (laughs) And then they look up, and the billboard was literally pasted on the Marine Building, which is the the home of uh, the Daily Planet from Smallville, yep. and also on that block is where they usually film the exterior location of CC Jitters for your for your Flash fans. Mm. So it's kind of cool that location. I didn't realize that was the same block. That's cool to know. That is the same building. Like you walk you you walk around the corner. The CC Jitters is on the corner. You keep walking, and then there's the the, the doors to the Daily Planet. So and then and then so, the, yeah. the old Luther Court building from Smallville is right next door to that, right? Yeah, so right across the street. Yep. Mm. So that's where they were walking by. I was like, those steps look familiar. <laughs> Question for you, since you've been to Vancouver. Um yeah. the was the building we saw in night two as the Daily Planet, was that the same building as the Smallville one? 
I don't think so. I think they were looking for a more uh, uh, classic, you know, Superman skyscraper. I'm wondering yeah. if the, the uh, there's that building in New York City that they used for the uh, original movies. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's got – you can walk in and there's a big globe on the floor that you can walk around. And it's – you know, they used it as the entry spot. But um, I think yeah, it was sure. the New York Post or the New York Daily News uh, that they used in the original. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a real newspaper building, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it says like the, News Corp on the front. I forget. <laughs> News Corp building. Yeah, it might be. Might be. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm a New Yorker. I'm showing my my lack of my lack of of, of memory there on on that piece of <laughs> trivia there. But um, but oh, yeah. But, race. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> Any other good bits? Any other things we want to call out here? Anything from tonight that we haven't covered that we... The, the, I mean, there's a lot. And and again, for those listening and those watching, we're, a full podcast is coming later this week. Yes. Tim and I will break it down with uh, with Derek Russell, actually. Awesome. Uh, later this week. So, so uh, even more bad jokes coming your way. Oh, worse jokes. So much, so many worse jokes. Oh my god. And uh, I don't think don't Derek... unsubscribe. It'll get back to normal after the crisis. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it'll be all gone. Maybe that'll be the last uh, podcast for Supergirl TV talk. Yeah, no, no. no. The, the wave of antimatter will come after that, and we'll just wipe it all out. Um, <laughs> and it'll be we'll be reset, and no one will remember that any of this ever happened. Good bit uh, for night three. I yep. love Ralph Dibney comes in and says, holy all-star squadron. squadron." And I think it was Frost who says, forgive him. It's his first crossover. I, d- I d- love the another, meta joke. Another meta crossover reference. <laughs> Last night was Sarah. This night was, was Frost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love that stuff. I, I, I'm Seriously, I love those me- very meta references. I really do. <laughs> um, it's very cheesy, but I very much love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's what makes this stuff go around. Um, we did get a comment in the chat here uh, reminding me that Spectre may not have appeared in Crisis on Infinite Earths, but Spectre did play a role in Infinite Crisis, which uh, anybody, okay, anybody who wants, if you want to like bone up on the DC <laughs> universe, okay. easy killer, if you want to bone up on the DC universe, and he goes for it again. All right. Uh, you need to. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths is sort of where, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths took all the disparate various continuities that had existed since the beginning of DC Comics in the 30s. There were lots of different, you know, in 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 the Golden Age and the Silver Age and the Bronze Age, there were lots of different things that just didn't add up, didn't tie together, you know, Superman yeah. uh, uh being named Cal L with a letter L versus Cal L with an EL. Things Little things and big things, ranging, all sorts of things didn't didn't line up, and so Crisis on Infinite Earths happened to merge those things together, make it all make sense. Like let's wipe everything out, let's erase the slate, start clean, do it all over again, and um, and that's what that did. Twenty or so years later, things had gotten messy again. So it took them like fifty years. To realize they needed to wipe things out. Another 20 or so years later, they realized, eh, we did it again. So they... (laughs) Clean the blackboard. Clean the blackboard again. We did it again. (laughs) Sorry, guys. So they went back to the beginning and and wiped it all out and started fresh again. And that's where where you get your infinite crisis. And this is also... This is... This is right about where I got on board with comics. This is right about where I started. I was old for it. I grant grant you. Um, I was not a, a wee lad. Um, anymore by the time this came around i was i was like in college but uh but that's 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 where we were at so that's i i highly recommend infinite crisis and then i i very strongly recommend and this is a well final final crisis is sort of the last chapter in that uh whole mm-hmm. long decades long saga uh and I, and i do recommend that but but actually uh a little bit off the off the crisis train, and I'm going to try and do this live, and this is a dangerous thing for me to do. Uh, I'm going to reach back here and grab Identity Crisis, uh, which is, although it has the name Crisis in it, doesn't necessarily fall in line with Crisis on Infinite Earths and Infinite Crisis. Identity Crisis 
is quite possibly my favorite graphic novel ever. And this one stands alone. You can read Identity Ooh. Crisis in a vacuum and not have read anything else. Um, I, I would say that Crisis on Infinite Earths and Identity Crisis, uh, sorry, Crisis on Infinite Earths and Infinite Crisis are sort of a part one and a part two deal. Mm-hmm. Identity Crisis is a, you can read this on its own in a vacuum. If you know who Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, etc., Martian Manhunter, you know who they are, you're fine. If you just know who they are, if you've ever watched an episode of the Justice League animated series or whatever, you're good. You got it. Cool. Um, I, Identity Crisis, written by novelist, like mystery novelist Brad, Brad Meltzer, one of the finest examples of comic book writing I have ever seen. It's, it's the thing that I would hand to someone and say, do you want to know why I like comic book superheroes? <laughs> read this book. Cool. This is just a mystery novel with superheroes as the protagonists. And it's sold me. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's absolutely- all, all these uh, all these di- huge DC crossovers are so intimidating. <laughs> they are. They are. This is a maybe but six part, cool. six part, eight part series. Maybe I mean it's one yeah. graphic novel. It's not super long. Um, it's it's title of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, title of one of those, and it, it's it's absolutely divine. I I, I can't rec- recommend Identity Crisis highly enough, but. Um, oh. I say all that to say there is some great, fantastic source material for all this stuff. And I hope that in the month that lies ahead before we get episodes four and five of this crossover that I feel has been stellar, I hope that people will bone up and will we'll read a little bit of the, the stuff that inspired these these shows, these episodes, um, because there's there's the source material is just fantastic. You guys, I, I, I mean, it's it's outstanding. It really, really is. And I, I, I think that between the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Infinite Crisis, and then the Identity Crisis that sort of stands on its own, I, I really think that anyone listening, you know, anyone within the sound of my voice uh, will really, really appreciate those, those books. And uh, I really, really strongly recommend them. I think that they're so much – they're fun – they're inspiring, they're sad, they're moving, they're they they have so much going for them that I really, really think everyone should 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 partake of. So so yes, uh the Spectre does appear in Infinite Infin- Crisis. Okay. Um but uh, maybe not so much in, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I, I will fully have reread by the by the <laughs> by the time we get to the, the back half of this T V crisis. Robin, any final thoughts, any closing thoughts, any uh, puns that have been weighing down your heart that you just need to get out before this night can be over? I don't know if I have said it enough, uh, but I gotta say, Frank, I, I told you I, I would come r- running home to you. Uh, so thank you so much for having me on your podcast. <laughs> thank you for joining me, man. It's been, it's been a blast. I love talking to you. Uh, have, we've talked on we've talked on Shoe Krypton. I don't know if you've been on, on uh, Supergirl TV talk before, though, right? I mean, I, I talk back to my earbuds, you know, so maybe I have. <laughs> you just didn't know about it. As we all do, yeah. Uh, and, and usually I deserve that back talk, so that's fine. Um, so, so yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, for all once again, plug, plug your podcasts for everyone who, uh, who are are watching and listening. Yeah. If you want me to want, if you're interested in DC, uh, CW shows and you want to hear me run my, my good friend Steph through a Smallville binge watch, uh, check out the show. Uh, we don't want to wait. We binge watch so many different shows and we went through all 10 seasons of Smallville in a year. And uh, it was quite the undertaking, but we did it. And uh, now, as penance for that, she's making me uh, watch Gilmore Girls. So <laughs> if you like those, uh, of course, also uh, with my friends Derek and Sheena on round three. And uh, I do a minute-by-minute podcast about the 1985 movie Fright Night uh, on Fright Night Minute. So if you, uh, that appeals to any of you. Or if not, follow me on Twitter at El Robinero. El Robinero. Yeah. Yes, uh, and we will put links to all of uh, Robin's podcasts in the show notes if you are listening to the audio podcast later on. So uh, please make sure to check those out. Uh, I can I can personally vouch for Robin as a stand up guy, uh, and uh, uh, not not a stand up comic though because those puns are. Uh, but uh, yeah. but 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 a stand up guy. Uh, we've hung out uh, several times in person and, and uh, always always a blast. 
uh, for sure. So thank you for joining me, man. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. If you have enjoyed what you saw or listened to tonight, please, uh, we are part of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. You can find us over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Uh, that's where you'll find this show and a whole slew of other podcasts that are fantastic and worth your time. You can also, of course, find us at supergirltvtalk.com. Uh, that's where all the episodes of this show are and the links to the, well, links to this show on every single podcast app you can think of are available. Uh, we're available at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio. If you want to throw a couple bucks at us and help us, uh, keep the lights on, keep the shows going, all that fun stuff. We really, really appreciate your support there. Of course, uh, follow us on Twitter at, uh, twitter.com slash TV Supergirl. uh, follow us on Instagram. At Instagram.com slash Supergirl TV Talk. Those are all the places you can follow us. Of course, you can also find us uh, on all of your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found, you will find this one. So please, please, please search us out, find us, and subscribe there. We will have a full Crisis on Infinite Earths episodes one through three recap coming up later this week with uh with tim my co-host and our good friend derek russell that will be coming at you later this week so please be on the lookout for that robin thanks again for joining me i really really had fun talking to you tonight thanks for for hopping on and doing this live live show with us i told you i'd, I'd come running home to you you absolutely you, you came through did i say that again I just you, to... you did you did and i and i loved every second of it so thank you All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in live. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching later. And until next time, up, up, and away.